Well, in theory, Max Scherzer against Aaron Nola is a prize fight. Just four years ago, these were your silver and bronze medalists in the race for National League Cy Young. One would have forecast a two-hour, 25-minute, well-pitched two-to-one game. One would have been incorrect since the final was 9-6 to six and the game basically just ended about a minute ago. Sloppy game, but a game that featured five more runs batted in from the Polar Bear and a Mets team that arrives home 5-2 and two and in first place. We'll have a full tilt recap, reaction from those involved, and a look ahead to the home opener tomorrow. All that coming up next. Mets in the morning. Mets in the morning. Oh, yeah. Mets in the morning. Gonna tell you what the Mets are doing while your coffee is brewing now. Here's Josh Lewin. Scootily down. Ladies and gentlemen, Pete Alonzo, the first National Leaguer with 10 runs batted in this year. He is on your New York Metropolitan's baseball team. They're finally heading home. Josh Lewin with you. The Mets take two out of three in Philly, five out of seven on the road trip. They're two bad eighth innings away from being 7-0, which no Mets team has ever been. This was a chance to see Mad Max on the mound again. And last year in Philly, he was beyond mad. Last June, shortly after the league, it empowered umpires to check pitchers for foreign substances. Uh, Scherzer was checked three times in four innings during a game in Philly. Maxi no likey. As he walked off the mound after the fifth inning of that game, he stared down Joe Girardi, taunted him with his hat and glove. Girardi started yelling back and uh, walked towards Scherzer. They got ejected. But for what it's worth, Max Scherzer has always killed it in Philly. One loss in now 13 starts. That is tough to do, pitching in a small ballpark against a team that always has a loaded lineup. Philly did get six runs in this one eventually, but they were all, well, after Scherzer was gone. Kyle Schwarber, the guy who hit nine homers in 10 games against the Mets last year, 0 for 12, seven strikeouts in this series. The Mets stumped the Schwarb. And the final line for Scherzer, now he did give up one run. It was five runs, five hits, and the one run allowed, three walks, seven strikeouts, 96 pitches to get through those five innings. As for Phillies starter Aaron Nola, remember that's the guy that struck out 10 Mets in a row last year, tied Tom Seaver's all-time record when he did it uh, 10 straight against the Padres, also in Queens about 50 years before. Michael Conforto had played the role of Al Ferrara as the first and 10th strikeout victims uh, in that one. But Nola lost that game. He lost that one two to one. And ever since 2018, he really has been very inconsistent. 2018 was when it was Nola Scherzer DeGrom finishing 3-2-1 in the Cy Young Award voting. And I mentioned Michael Conforto. We're going to get back to him in just a little bit. But anyway, this one was supposed to be the specter of Scherzer and Nola. Scherzer coming in as the only Met starter through six games to have allowed more than one run, somewhat incredibly. His last 14 regular season starts back to last year with Washington and the Dodgers and now the Mets. His team's 14-0 in those games, trying to get to 15-0. And, well, spoiler alert, he, he did. Both these guys, Scherzer and Nola, they're usually one or two walks a game, tops. They each walk the leadoff man to start the afternoon, kind of a harbinger. In fact, Scherzer, a highly uncharacteristic three walks in the first inning, but he worked out of it. Game stayed scoreless until smiling Brandon Nimmo came up for his second at bat of the day. Nola's first pitch to Nimmo. That's ripped in the air. That's deep toward right center field. Harper and Veerling after it. It's Veerling looking up, and it's gone. Home run for Brandon Nimmo. 
A second straight day with a homer for Nimmo against one of the Phillies' aces. Wheeler last night and Nola today, and that ball just kept carrying. It fell just to the right of the bullpens in deep right center field as Brandon Nimmo launches home run number two for the year, and the Mets have a 1-0 lead. Deja vu all over again. Nimmo made it one nothing the night before as well. So the best right fielder in their series, not Bryce Harper. It's Nimmo. And therein lies a tale, if I can rabbit hole you here for just a moment. When Nimmo was 12 years old, Bryce Harper slid into Nimmo hard enough to leave a scar on his left ankle that he still has today. In Nimmo's words, Harper, in a tournament they were playing as 12-year-olds, got on second base. Brandon says, I'm playing shortstop, and Harper would get these huge leads. So I went in behind him. We had the pick play going. So I used to put down a little bit of a leg, give him just a little bit of room on the base, but it was a good way when we were younger to pick guys off. He said, I don't know if Harper had seen this thing or not yet, where I put the leg down, but he came in feet first that time and put his cleat right in my ankle. And back then at age 12, he was like 6'2", 185. So Kind of gave me something to shoot for, said Brandon Nemo. All right, this guy's the best at our age range. I need to try to be as good as that guy. Little does he know. Uh, he probably doesn't even know all of that or any of that. But to Brandon Nemo says, that's part of what fueled me to get better at baseball, is staring at Bryce Harper after he had spiked me. How about that, sports fans? So, Mets won Phillies nothing until the Mets started scoring more in the fourth, helped by a couple more hit-by-pitches. And we got to talk about all these HBPs. The Mets have had Don Baylor in a coach's uniform, Ron Hunt in a player's uniform, guys known for getting hit quite a bit. Currently, Marte and Canna have both been known for that. The other end of the bruise spectrum, remember the Braves' Mark Lemke? That guy once went 3,664 at-bats without getting hit by a single pitch between 88 and 94. If you remember Ruben Sierra, he did way better than that. At one point, 6,000 at-bats in between HBPs. Doug Jones got him in 1990, and I'm sure it tickled. I mean, Doug Jones threw really, really soft. Garrett Anderson of the Angels was one of those guys. 17-year big league career, close to 10,000 big league plate appearances, was hit by eight pitches. Mets just got hit by eight pitches in seven games. They are on pace to set an all-time record. The modern record, the 08 Indians got plunked 103 times. The all-time record, the 1898 Orioles, 160 times. Those 1898 Orioles, uh, I looked this up. That was Doc McJames, Boiler Yard Clark, and Wee Willie Keeler. You know why they called him Wee Willie Keeler? It was not because he had a wee willy, although maybe two things can be true. I don't know. But the guy was five four, 140 pounds, and he ended up in the Hall of Fame. Career Major League batting average of 341. The more you know. So eight times the Mets hit by pitches now. There are 10 Major League teams out there who have been hit by zero or one. You can say, well, it's just weird Mets luck. Or you can say, hey, they do have guys that crowd the plate, like Canna and Marte and Alonzo. And you do have lots of pitchers coming off a short and spring training, and the fact that sticky stuff is no longer allowed, I guess it all makes sense. But thankfully, the Mets pitchers do have command, whereas it seems the rest of baseball really doesn't. I think the guy with the best command in all of baseball right now might be the guy on the IL for the Mets, Mr. DeGrom. Scherzer could be right behind him, although Corbin Burns and both the Hendrickses belong in that conversation. Liam with the White Sox and Kyle with the Cubs. If you're asking what is the difference between control 
and command. I mean, those things aren't nearly as easy to scout and project as pure velocity. Control is the ability to throw strikes. Command is the ability to hit a precise target with precision. That's much tougher to judge statistically. So if you refer to a pitcher's walk rate when discussing command, you're kind of mixing your descriptions. Tom Glavin had better command than control. When he'd get to three and two, he'd throw a changeup off the plate exactly where he wanted to. If the batter didn't swing, it was ball four, and a walk's rate that would go up higher. But if the batter did swing, he'd get himself and his team a big out. Greg Maddox was such a god because he did both those things so well. Some of the best control artists really didn't start out that way. Even Maddox had high walk totals his first several seasons. Cliff Lee was sent to the minors to work on his control. He was walking five walks uh, per nine innings, I think was the number. A lot of times scouts miss on who can develop control or command. Edwin Jackson checked every box with every scout when he was 18, 20, 21 years old. Clean delivery, athletic, keeps his head nice and still, could never harness control or command. On the other hand, Max Scherzer checked none of those boxes. Maximum effort delivery, head bobbing all around, not particularly athletic. He turned out to have terrific control and command. Well, except for... Uh, in the first inning of this game. We mentioned Scherzer, a guy that normally walks one or two batters a game, walked the bases loaded in the first, but pitched around it. Changeup and slider were both terrific as usual. And the best sliders out there right now, I'd suggest that Scherzer's on that list, along with DeGrom. A couple of Padres on there, too. You Darvish and Joe Musgrove. A good slider is so effective because of, uh, I think, of all the true breaking balls out there, it looks like the fastball the longest. The curveball is sexier, It's the more obviously attractive one of the two, kind of the the Jennifer, the receptionist to the Bailey quarters in WKRP in Cincinnati terms. But the slider might actually play a little bit better in the end than a curveball. Everybody used an Oz over, for example, Clayton Kershaw's big curve because all that spicy movement on it. Kershaw maintains the sliders, the pitch that has put him over the top. And if you watched any of what he did yesterday, it was a slider, not the curve. There was singing and dancing to the tune of 21 up, 21 down for him in Minnesota. Slider guys supposedly get hurt, but you know, uh, Steve Carlton made every start for the Philadelphia Phillies 13 straight years, was never hurt. Scherzer keeps answering the bell. When Steve Carlton pitched, they say the two most important people on the field were his third baseman, and they had a great one in Mike Schmidt and the first base umpire to call strikes on all the check swings. That's a Max Scherzer thing, too. It's a lot of those called strikes on check swings. Hard to believe Steve Carlton never threw a no-hitter. Max Scherzer obviously has, has done that, did that at the Mets' expense. All right, so Scherzer's slider, snappy enough Wednesday afternoon. The offense eventually backed him up. Pete Alonso, no home runs, last 19 games against the Phillies back to last year. That would change rather abruptly. 2-2, swung on it, high in the air to right center. Fearland going back at the track at the wall. There's three runs, a three-run homer for Pete Alonzo. And the Mets have opened up an 8-1 lead. And that's why you don't bother sending the runner from first. Let Pete swing the bat. Alonzo has now driven in five runs today. That's his third hit as he's having a big day on a rocking chair day for the designated hitter today, Pete Alonzo. Eight to one, New York. Four extra base hits, nine runs batted in, and two games as a DH now for the Polar Bear. Maybe he should start to embrace that paradigm a little bit. 108 career home runs now for Alonzo as a Met that ties him with Jose Reyes for 13th all time, and he's just getting going. 
200 degrees. That's why they call him Mr. Fahrenheit. Mets built that 8-1 to lead. They gave some of it back when the bullpen started leaking oil. Sean Reed Foley and Joely Rodriguez have ERAs right now of 10.8 and 15.4. But Seth Lugo and Edwin Diaz pitched well enough after that, although... Diaz did give up a ninth inning home run to Harper. 9-6, to six, the happy final in a game that took four hours, four minutes to complete on a road trip getaway day. Two hits for Lindor, two for Marte, three for Alonso to go with those five runs batted in. Strange game for Eduardo Escobar, a guy that had exactly one three-walk game all of last year. Walked his first three-hit bats in this one, then later tripled and scored on a Dom Smith sack fly. After the game, manager Buck Showalter met the media. Two two clubs in our division that, uh, you know, it's a pretty simple task starting out. you got to figure out a way to be better than four teams initially, and uh, it's a good start for us. We pitched well on the road trip for the most part, and I was really happy about that. What did you think of Scherzer, not just overall, but specifically in those those two innings, first and, and fourth, where he was able to pitch out of the trouble? I think you see why. I mean, I like him as in such demand, especially the last inning where he was in the batting order. That's probably as impressive as you want to see. Um, just didn't let it get away from him. Never gave in. You know, he uh, he's fun to watch compete. Not a whole lot of fun to think about taking him out of the game. <laughs> but anyway, it was good. Do you want to go another? Um, I'd never say. Never. He's not ever going I wouldn't. I wasn't going to at this point. He was scheduled for max of 95. I think he threw what 96, maybe. But uh, yeah, a couple of key plays I thought was Lindor beating out the double play ball, really busting it down the line. And uh, don't I wouldn't forget well, you guys right, whatever you want. Right? But uh, Marte's throw to second ended up being a big play. Probably not as hard as taking Kershaw. I don't know if you saw yet. Dave Roberts took him out for seven perfect game. I, I missed that. I was doing something. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> no, no it, we had, what, there were 12 walks a day, three or four hit by pitch. That's how it ends up being four plus. But, First uh, game you guys got hit by pitch? No, I think we t- <laughs> took the lead back if Colorado didn't get hit three times today. It's not something I want to lead in. It's not funny. It's not funny. Did, uh, did you think Scherzer was struggling with commanders? He was kind of working around. Actually, uh, he was talking to Jeremy. Uh, he said he almost felt too good. You know, just sometimes you feel a little too strong. He's going to get an extra day next time out. I'm going to make sure all these guys, you know, we're going to need a, somebody to pitch in Walk's place anyway, so I'm not going to push those guys up. Those hit by pitches, is it anything in your mind more than coincidence? Well, I, I've got a pretty good idea why it's happening, but... You know, same way it's happening all over, for the most part. Especially this time, yeah. Especially this time of year. What's happening more to you guys so far? I I, I was trying to. I was thinking today. What does Tampa Bay know that we don't know that they don't get hit by pitches? There's three or four teams that have none. It's it's a problem when we lose somebody. You know. You know, Billy and I have made made it known. Do you remember when uh, over 12 in this series, just how big were Mets pitchers? I'm glad somebody's going to pay. That's a good point. Somebody's going to pay. Guys like him, um, I would not want to be the next team trying to get him out. Our guys pitched him really well. You know, we were down to, we had one guy left for extra innings, and Edwin, boy, he attacked the strike zone. That's, that's fun to watch. And you, you get back in the strike zone after giving up that, that ball down the line. That's, that, uh, He's really evolved. Sorry. Is that 
top four as tough as any probably in yeah, yeah, I think right now Castellanos, he, he's probably swinging about the best of any of them. He's on almost everything. So just four more runs to them, two out of three games in this ballpark. I'll let somebody else try to figure them out for a while now. Look, at this. Your starters pitched to like a 1.3 ERA or something like that. Saying, the starting pitching, especially, and that's a big inning from Lugo. You know, it really was. He, he pitched a, a tough part of their lineup. I actually thought about having Edwin pitch the eighth inning. And, uh, you know, I might do that down the road, you know, if we get in a certain part of the order. All right, there's the skipper. The Mets get to 5-2 and two with the nine runs, nine hits, no errors. Philadelphia, six runs, nine hits, no errors. Scherzer over Nola. We've talked about how last time out Scherzer got zero swings and misses on his fastball while relaxed. Yesterday he got eight. Mets starting pitchers so far, none of whom are named Jacob deGrom. 35 innings, 18 hits, five walks. 35 strikeouts, 1.29 ERA to be precise. Scherzer met the media after it was over as well. Here you go. Um, you know, t- today I came out and I was just kind of just missing. Uh, I was able to get my legs a lot better today, and so every- I was just a tick off. I was, you know, was throwing pitches where I kind of wanted to. They were just missing. Um, but when I needed to, I made big pitches there in the, in the first to get to not give up any runs uh, early and then uh, to only give up one, uh, you know, there in the fourth, uh, making big pitches when, when you needed to, when runners are on base. And so, you know, just work with Nito, you know, just sticking with our sequences and executing, you know, just doing everything we can, in, out, up, down, you know, throw everything. And, uh, you know, together we, we navigate that lineup pretty well. You hear all the time about just bearing down in big spots like that. Is there a, a, I mean, I don't know if flip switching is the right word, but is there something that changes with you on the mound when you do get into trouble like that? Um, you know, I, you, I mean, that's 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 when you win and lose ball games. Is when you know runners are on base and you got to execute. You know, you, you got to execute in those situations. Uh, you you can't let the game speed up you in those situations. You just got to continue to execute your game plan and, and throw the pitches that you want to where you want to. And so, um, you know, fortunately I was able to do that today. Uh, I was able to avoid you know a, a big mistake that you know could have really swung the game uh, in, a, in a different direction. But uh, like I said, I was able to work with Neo there and, and execute when we needed to. Buck said something about you feeling almost a little too strong. Uh, it wasn't that I was too strong. It's just that I was actually able. To, I actually had my leg underneath me now. Um, you know that I felt good out there, uh, and so it's just kind of like recalibrating everything back to when you actually feel good. So I kind of had gotten rhythm. You know, not having uh, pitching. You know, throttled down from last start to now be kind of full go. Uh, you know, that's where, like I said, in the first, I kind of had the case that it just misses. Um, wasn't anything wrong. It was just you know, wasn't completely executing every pitch where it needed to be and so you know just ran some long counts and you know long inning there so you know fortunate enough to be able to walk three in an inning uh, to not have that spiral out of control and give up you know a bunch of runs in that situation uh, that was that's really you know set the tone and allowed uh, our offense to get going so when you know, you know they were able to our offense did a great job today of attacking Noah you know grinding him out and then obviously doing our bullpen so Pete had a huge day especially with that three run home run uh, you get that type of run support uh, allows you to be free and aggressive at their hitters. Does that mean that the 
hamstring is not an issue anymore? Yeah, it's not an issue. So, you know, I feel good. You know, now going into the start, you kind of have to get out there and, and get into another start situation before you know that the hamstring is like 100%. Um, I knew it was 100%. Uh, you know, when I threw my bullpen, I kind of had the same, like I was kind of off in my bullpen because <laughs> I actually, I was like, wow, I can actually pitch with this leg again. So, um, you know, I knew that was going to, I, I, I didn't know that was going to happen, but uh, that didn't surprise me that that happened. Um, you know, when, as your body change, you know, you get through an injury, all of a sudden you feel good. You know, you're used to pitching, you know, a little compromise that all of a sudden you got to recalibrate to what it's like to pitch, you know, feel good and pitch. I know it's really it, but you guys have banked some early division wins so far in this road trip. Just being talking about the stretch you guys have had and how important is it to be where you're at at this point going back home. Yeah, we, we've done a lot of good things here to start the season. You know, we've done good things on the mound. We're doing good things at the plate, and that's that's how you win ball games. Playing team baseball uh, when everybody plays well together, and so uh, you know that that's that's what it takes to consistently win is you know getting good hitting, good pitching, and good fielding. And when you can get all three of those you know firing together, you know, that's when you can write off some you know write off series. So uh, we got you know nice little homestand here coming up with some uh, games that we need to win, and uh, hopefully we continue to continue to streak. That sounds lovely. Arizona coming in, then San Francisco is the home portion of the schedule is about to begin. couple more things to tell you besides that after this. Well, we talked earlier about Michael Conforto, who's not close to signing with anyone. He's focused on getting healthy, he says, taking his time to let the market develop. Now, remember, he's 29. He's not exactly over the hill. He declined the Mets' one-year $18.4 million qualifying offer back in November, decided on free agency. Was that a huge mistake? Possibly. Conforto's focus is right now, he says, just getting 100% healthy. He had a shoulder thing come up. He's just waiting for the right fit, he says, to present itself before he signs with anybody. So, in this three-game series just completed, Mets two wins, Philly one. The Mets and Phils will see a ton of each other in April and May, then pretty much become strangers after that. 13 of the 19 games between the two rivals happening by June 1st. We're going to turn our attention now to the Friday, April 15th home opener, the unveiling of the Tom Seaver statue. Plenty of dignitaries will be on hand. Seabass, Chris Bassett, will be on the mound. Arizona, probably as welcoming an opponent as you could hope for. They did get the opening day walk-off homer from Seth Beer on National Beer Day to start their season, but that's pretty much been their only highlight so far. A lot more that we'll cover regarding the weekend series on the podcast tomorrow, but also tomorrow, we'll have a great interview with Phil Regan, the former big league pitcher who was on the wrong side of the Mets-Cubs rivalry in 69, former big league manager, former big league pitching coach who's now a pitching advisor in the Mets organization. We'll have some fascinating insight from Phil to fill the time as you get ready for the game on Friday. That is the Thursday podcast. We do hope you liked it. Thank you so much to our wonderful, underpaid, underappreciated Mets in the Morning House band. On keyboards, The Undertaker, Richie Hebner. Slap into bass, Robert Person. The horn section, that was Renee Rivera. And on the drums, Chris Flexen. This is Josh Lewin. Appreciate you all very much. You can find me on Twitter at Josh Lewin Stuff. Go ahead, subscribe to this thing if you haven't already. Tell people that it exists. We're trying to build a nice little fan base here for Mets in the morning. Take your evening.